This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on iHeartRadio, Talkstar Radio, Mutual Broadcast Network, and, of course, the Exxon Broadcast Network. And you can find out all the great programming we have for you on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. And we're available on all social media sites. And check out our radio website at www.xzbn.net. ExxonRadioTV.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Jane Elizabeth. She is a psychic medium astrologer and eight times published, 18 times published author. Uh, she works with astrological house system that begins with Sagittarius and completes with the sign of Scorpio. She has worked as a professional astrologer since 1995. She puts together all astrological charts by hand, uses no astrological software, as uh, she puts together the charts, an energetic vortex creates and opens, allowing her to energetically and spiritually connect to the client and to the situation at hand. Jane, her, Jane Elizabeth herself is a quadruple Scorpio double dragon. Her website is www.janeelizabeth.com. And Jane, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I'm like I'm totally excited to well, to be here and to share like what's coming up with the planets and the cosmos for 2017. <laughs> yeah, you know this is a strange year so far. We are looking at still ISIS. We're still looking at trouble in the Middle East. In fact, uh, President Trump is going to be putting more troops in Afghanistan. We have yeah. the dissension in uh, the European Union with the United Kingdom pulling out. We just had an, a questionable election in France. And then on the other side, we have Russia and claims of interference in the U.S. presidential election. We also have North Korea raising its very mean and unstable head. And uh, we've got China building um, islands in the middle of the Pacific closer to the United States. So let me ask you, my friend, what in the name of astrological means is going on? Yes, I know. It's just so crazy to, like, human perception, you know, like what we're seeing and perceiving through the eyes and through the mind and through media, of course, what we're being told and what we're reading. You know, so when I look at it from an astrological 
from a planetary perspective, you know, I see Jupiter moving through Libra because I, you know, and just, you know, for the listening audience so that they know I work with a health system that begins with Sagittarius, you know, so it reads slightly differently from the modern Western astrological health system that begins with Aries. So anyway, looking, you know, through the health system that I work with and looking at the planet Jupiter move through the sign, the constellation of Libra, Libra, you know, representing people, many people, you know, people of difference, the, you know, like the different countries, the many different countries and groups of people that kind of bring us all together, (laughs) you know, you know, just bring us together as, you know, a human race. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, Jupiter moving through the sign of Libra right now is in retrograde until June 9th. So when I sit here and I look at that planetary aspect, I see the many different races, you know, if I may say, you know, groups of people, you know, kind of just separating at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, separating, doing their own thing, being a little secretive. And that's because the dragon's tail, the moon's south node is now sweeping through Aquarius, through the astrological house system I work with. Aquarius has to do with communication and expression. You know, we have the dragon's head, the moon's north node, now moving back and forth through the sign of Leo, which has to do with the government knowledge and information. So it's like, it's almost like a new government, like these different races and groups of people across the globe, you know, are restructuring, rebuilding their government, you know, because for reasons of power, everybody wants to be stronger, you know, wants to have more power. And, you know, so right now it's kind of in secret, Jupiter retrograde and Libra, you know, a lot of things that are going on, we're not receiving facts. Jane, I hate to do this to you, my dear, but uh, we've got to take our commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation. Jane Elizabeth is our very special guest this hour, and her website is janeelizabeth.com, and we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. 
But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. So Nation, uh, Jane Elizabeth is our special guest, www.janeelizabeth.com. And Jane, I apologize for having cutting you off uh, before no we went this break. So if you'd be kind enough to continue, it would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So anyway, as I was saying, Jupiter moving retrograde, moving backwards in the sign of Libra, Libra, Libra having to do with the many different groups of people across the globe. You know, we've got the dragon's tail now sweeping through the sign of Aquarius, which through the house system I work with has to do with communication and expression. So it's like the dragon's tail, the moon's south node sweeping back and forth through the sign of Aquarius is a lack of communication right at the moment. So things are going on. Dragon's head in Leo, you know, Leo through the house system that I work with has to do with the government and the rules. So it says new rules, new government, new things are coming into place. And at the moment, you know, they're just, they're being kept secret. Now, Jupiter returns direct on June 9th. So I'm feeling that as, you know, we step into that Jupiter returning direct cycle on May 25th, um, the next new moon cycle, new moon in Gemini. So that particular cycle, you know, um, that we're going to be stepping into, Jupiter's going to slow down, come out of its retrograde. So I feel like we're going to receive more clear information as far as what's going on with these many different nations across the globe, you know, like what they're doing, rebuilding, strengthening their government. And, you know, and again, when I look at the different things that are going on with the many different countries, groups, of people, races of people, um, it's like it's like the, uh, this little inner child is coming out saying, "Well, I want to tear this down and I want to rebuild it, but I don't want to tell any of our allies, or I don't. I definitely don't want our enemies to know, you know, because we want to be more powerful." <laughs> you Not know, true. so I see that written in the stars. But then, you know, as I journey through the next several months, I feel like it's just going to all come together harmoniously before we step out of 2017 and into 2018. And another thing that I saw as we were stepping out of 2017 into 2018, because in December of 2017, Saturn is going to move into the sign of Capricorn. The planet Pluto is already in the sign of Capricorn. Pluto is death and transformation. Moving through the sign of Capricorn, Capricorn through the house system that I work with has to do with like the economy, money, wealth. So the combination of Saturn and Pluto together in the sign of Capricorn, I do feel like we're going to have some kind of a significant restructure, possibly even a collapse 
you know, of the economic situation across mm-hmm. the globe. When I remember meditating on these particular aspects, like a couple of years ago, because I at first I just went into fear, right? I'm like looking at the planetary aspects going into income, money, wealth across the globe, and I thought, oh my gosh, the entire you know system across the globe is going to collapse. And then over the last year and a half, I thought, oh, okay, it's just you know the what we place value on is going to change, and so now the fear is gone <laughs> because I you know pretty much um, I enlightened my consciousness, mm-hmm. you know spiritually speaking, right. I allowed myself to meditate and be okay with what is, align with what is, and so the fear dissipated. So anyway, we do have, you know, according to what I see with the planets moving through the constellations, we do have some strong um, changes that are happening with our government, Dragon's Head in mm-hmm. Leo. We have a total eclipse of the sun that's going to be taking place in the sign of Leo, and that is August 21st, and, um, and again, that has to do with government, new rules, regulations, you know, new, um, new structures being, you know, placed uh, into place, and some humans, you know, because some humans just like to fight, (laughs) you know, because they're warrior spirits, you know, and then there'll be many humans who will just kind of go along with what is happening. But again, when I look at it from an astrological, planetary, and a spiritual, you know, perspective, I feel like this is just what's written in the stars, you know, so we probably need to just relax and align with what is and not fight too much. (laughs) Why would that make sense? It it does. It truly does. You were saying that you meditate, um, I've never heard had an astrologer on the show before who meditates. You're kidding. No, I'm not. And I find this very refreshing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I I probably have to meditate because, you know, of when I was born, you know, within this incarnation. <laughs> I was born on a day, you know, um, where many planets were lined up in the sign of Scorpio. And right. also Scorpio was on the rise. And the dragon, you know, I was born the year of the dragon and also the time of the dragon. So I've got a lot of intense energy. You know, so I was born into a Roman Catholic family. And so I was taught to be quiet and pray, <laughs> you know, from birth. And as I grew older... It turned into meditation where I just sit and I relax and I breathe, you know, and I just allow my my human body mm-hmm. to align with what is the energies. And as I connect and align with the energies through meditation, you know, I'm able, you know, to see these clear, I mean, amazingly clear visions of what's happening all around me, all around the person that I'm about to connect with and, you know, do a reading with or just looking at the world, you know, what's going on, you know, um, with us human beings. So, yes, I meditate every day. (laughs) You also do your charts by hand. You don't use computer software, which, again, I find very refreshing. Yes, I do everything by hand, and I'm so old-fashioned. I really am. Oh, you're my kind of lady. You're my kind of lady. I, I, every chart that I do, you know, I grab a blank piece of paper, you know, I even put my own charts together, you know, well, literally, I put them together, like, with, um, and, and with, not with astrological software, with the software program, Mm -hmm. you know, with Adobe, you know, so I made my own wheel and divided it into the 12 pie slices, and then, you know, I found a cool astrology font, you know, so I made my own (laughs) astrological wheels and um, charts, and I print them out, and so when a person comes over or I do a telephone session, you know, I grab my markers, my adult crayons, (laughs) and, you know, I sit here and I chart out how the planets, I look it up in the ephemeris, and I chart out how the planets were lined up on whatever date, you know, is in question, whether it's somebody's birth date, you know, and a significant other's date. And I'm real careful about going into someone's astrological spiritual house without their permission. You know, so if, like, for instance, if a girl comes over and she says, I just met this guy and I had his birth date and I want to put together a chart and look into his house and I want you to tell me all about him. I won't do that. Not without his permission, because it's, it's like going into his house you know, like breaking in, (laughs) you know, going into his house without his permission. So usually what I tell the person is, okay, I'll just, you know, see whatever spirit wants to share with us through the birth date without me looking up the birth date in the ephemeris and putting together the chart, because putting together the chart, that's like breaking and entering. (laughs) You see, that that proves to me that you are ethical and very professional. Well, thank you. Because to take the, to take the, uh, the, the care and the respect of the privacy of the person, in this case the boyfriend, 
you know, that, that, that means a lot because it shows that you're ethical. So hats well, off to you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting, you know, how I never thought of it as being ethical. I always thought of it as bad karma. I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't want to break into somebody's house and, and take a look into each area of their house to see what's going on without their permission because that's really bad karma. I know it just come back on me. Exactly. No. I've always looked at it as that, you know, I want to um, just, can, you know, always create good karma. The fact that the scientific community and the astrological community declassified Pluto as a planet, does that affect the charts at all? Not at all. You know, that's, again, that's just, something that someone wrote and put out there, you know, into the world, you mm-hmm. know, just to kind of get us all, I don't know, discombobulate it. <laughs> Give us, it's like, I call it like false information. Sure. Um, almost like, you know, how they're talking about fake news mm-hmm. <laughs> lately, you know, in the media. Uh, it's just something to get people all, you know, a reason to oppose and to contradict and, you know, just to, pretty much disconnect from one another. So no, that doesn't change the way a chart is read or interpreted it because someone said, well, Pluto's not really an actual planet. It's just, you know, block of ice, so we're going to call it a dwarf planet. Uh, No, it still is what it is to us astrologers, or to me. (laughs) So where did the different aspects and the different characteristics for each planet and the planetary alignments come from. What is the history of astrology? Wow, you know, that is a beautiful question because I remember way back in the early 90s when Mm -hmm. I was starting to delve into astrology as a profession. And I remember sitting outside and staring at the stars and, and asking spirit to teach me, Mm -hmm. you know, to teach me, um, where this all came from, you know, and I want it to be able to align with the planets and the messages um, that are coming through the planets moving through the different constellations and star systems the way the old prophets did it. So I remember in that meditation literally feeling like I was being pulled back, you know, to like the beginning of time, you know, when we were animal fur. (laughs) And I felt like I was literally pulled back, you know, to what I'll call the caveman days and watching seers, you know, watch the, um, watching the stars, star watchers, I could call them. That's just the word I just felt come to me. So it felt like I was pulled way back in that meditation and asking spirit to show me how to read the way the great prophets read. And I feel like it, since the beginning of time, and I also feel that there are beings that came to this planet way, 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 way back. And, uh, you know, um, they took on human form. And these are like maybe evolved beings from other galaxies or, you know, just realms of existence. I had, I received visions of that also, if there, there are many evolved beings that exist, you know, above and beyond this human existence. I've felt them come through. And many times I've had spiritualists come up to me and say, oh, you're not from here. <laughs> and usually I just smile and say thank you (laughs) (laughs) instead of you know you know like pretty much taking a bite and saying well where am i from because oh that can go all kinds of places right (laughs) (laughs) you know so usually i just smile and say thank you and you know i've had people walk up to me and say oh you are definitely alien energy and you can go so many different directions with that also and i'll say thank you See, if somebody came up to me yeah. and they said that I was, uh, you know, that I had alien energy, I'd say, see, I was born in Mexico. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for Donald to build the, the wall. Yes. Oh, because my it's, it's not really a wall. It's actually like a pyramid, and we're going to be able to connect, <laughs> you know. With, right. With, it could be. It may not actually be a wall, you know, as our human consciousness receives it. It may be something else. That is so true. (laughs) Jane, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Please stand by. 
ExoNation. Okay. Jane Elizabeth is our very special guest this hour. If you'd like to uh, visit uh, Jane's website or have her uh, con- contact her to have your personal chart done by a very professional and ethical astrologer, www.janeelizabeth.com. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, check out our website at www.exxonradiotv.com and for the Exxon Broadcast Network to see when, who, why, and how. Eh, some of our hosts, I question. www.xzbn.net. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
ExoNation, uh, Jane Elizabeth is our special guest, www.janeelizabeth.com. When you're doing your chart for your, for your clients, um, how much influence do you get from your psychic side? 100%. I believe that is probably my sole contract with the higher powers that be, with the, you know, evolved beings that assist me in connecting with someone's spirit and, you know, through the day they were born and how the planets were aligned when they were born. I feel like that, that's my agreement, you know, in reading the charts, even though I actually took astrology classes and learned astrology when I put the chart together, you know, for instance, if I were putting your chart together, automatically I feel like I become you. Like I literally, I can feel what you feel. I mean, on down to, oh my gosh, I remember there have been times where I've sat with someone putting together their birth chart, you know, how the planets were lined up when they were born, and I can feel their headache. I can feel their health issues in their body. There was, there was a woman, there have been a couple of, situations oh my gosh i'm like thinking i'm like remembering tons of situations right now there was one situation where i connected with a woman who was having extreme heart palpitations she sits down i start to put her chart together and i said oh and she goes what's the matter i said i just had a weird heart palpitation or something she says oh maybe you're picking up on me i've been having them for months and I said, huh, probably, you know, and I remember there was a time I sat down with another woman to put together her chart and all of a sudden, you know, my breast and not to be, you know, too visual, but felt weird. And I was like, what the heck? And, you know, so I'm describing to her what I could feel in my body and and I knew something was going on with the breast, with her breast, because I could feel it in my body. And she had breast cancer. Oh, my gosh. And later that night, after doing her reading, you know, exactly what spirit had shown me in her body. Do you know I had it in my body, even though it did not materialize into full-blown mm. breast cancer? But I absorbed it into my body as I was sitting with her doing her reading. And I remember I, I was scared. I was scared to death. And I remember... I couldn't even sleep that night because I kept thinking, okay, if I, if I fear it, I'm going to hold on to it and it's going to materialize in my body. You know, so I got to pray. I just got to, I don't want to send it back to her. You know, maybe my job is just to take, you know, this bit of energy that I have absorbed from her and transform it and turn it into something else. So I remember I began visualizing on the energy of the breast and the body, you know, just start visualizing on that energy in the breast. And I started seeing it turn into something else and just kind of like move, removing from my body and transforming into something else and leaving my body. So the next day I got up, it was gone. You know that, I mean, literally I had the like physical feeling and the physical situation in my body. And that's happened a lot in doing readings with people. Um, I feel it all, you know, not just the health issues, you know, uh, but I feel it all. I know when someone Oh my gosh, it's it's been such an interesting journey, Rob. <laughs> you know, I remember connecting with a woman and I could feel her husband's transition and I felt it. I could feel her husband and I could feel something was going on with his head and I felt the transition coming and I remember telling her and she said, I'm sure you're feeling some guy, but I don't think it's my husband and I said, Well well, just please when you get home, you know, just say, Hey, let's go get this checked and she said, Well no, my husband's a doctor, if something were wrong with him he would know, blah blah blah. But anyway, a couple of weeks after that reading, her does her husband un- unexpectedly died, oh, no. you know, from a tumor. And I, rem- I mean, just so many times I remember connecting, you know, with the person I'm putting together their chart, and I felt tons of money coming into my life, and I was nervous, you know, and I was anxious, and then I, I had all these this variety of different emotions, and I remember feeling angry, and I'm and family drama coming up, and it was with a Taurus female, and she unexpectedly, like I think it was maybe a couple of weeks after the reading, she unexpectedly inherited. It was a, a total of like a little over four million dollars from an aunt. Yes, I know, crazy, huh? So it was a little over four million dollars. And from an aunt who transitioned, 
she was widowed, so it was just her. She never had any children, and she left everything to the oldest niece and the oldest nephew. And it was a little over $4 million, so she got a little over $2 million of the inheritance. She came back in for a reading and said, oh, my God, Jane, you totally told me I was going to get this huge money. And you said you felt, you know, just some anxiety and stress and a little anger pertaining to family. And she said, and it's all happening. She said, because now my family feels like I should share it, (laughs) share the inheritance with all of them. And she says, and I'm kind of confused. I just don't know what to do. Do I share it? Do I give them a portion? Do I share it equally? And, you know, and I'm sat there with her and, you know, spiritually counseled, you know, according to just what spirit was guiding and uh, share that with her. But it was, it's been amazing, like this journey, being able to like connect with the person and see what is going on in their life and being able to see it you know, um, a little differently than they may be able to see it. And I think that's the whole purpose, you know, of doing what I do. Has there ever been a time when someone has asked you to do a chart or to do a reading and you just get the information and you say to yourself, I cannot tell the person this information? Yes, I did that once. That was years ago. It was probably, like, probably I don't know, in the very beginning of mm-hmm. doing readings, um, And I remember there was a woman that came to me for a reading, and I saw in her reading that her stepson, you know, she had married, uh, had a second marriage, and the man she married, she had a new baby with, and he had a son. And I saw that the son was poisoning the baby, the new baby, you know, putting, like, Windex or something in the baby's bottle and and putting, um, you know, like Windex or some kind of a a cleaning solution on the baby's pacifier. And so I said, your baby, I remember receiving visions of the baby through the reading. I said, I see something around your baby's mouth, like your baby is being, and I saw it clearly. And I, so I went into fear and I was like, I, I can't tell her that her stepson is poisoning her new baby. And I, I just, I did not know how to communicate that. And I said, you're, it's the pacifier, and it's the bottle. Just when you feed your baby, um, just just you fix the bottles. And I was saying things like that. You make the bottles, and you make sure the pacifier is always clean. You know, even if you think it's clean, go rinse it off and clean it some more. And I was, and I was really afraid to tell her. I well, guess. after that, because I did not communicate, you know, the energy, the mm-hmm. message, one hundred percent. Well, if something happened in my life, and I think it, I, if I remember correctly, it was with one of my children. My children got sick, and I went into fear thinking, oh, my, my son is sick because I didn't share that information with her. You know, so I remember looking her up, and the next time I saw her, I said, I have to I have a confession. I said, I have to tell you, the last time I saw you, and, you know, I said, I saw, I saw your baby being poisoned by your stepson, and I didn't tell you because I didn't know how to tell you, and I was afraid. You know, I had fear. I didn't know how to communicate that. I said, but then... After I left you, I said, my own child got sick, and I kept feeling like, I need to tell you, I need to find you and tell you. I said, and here, Spirit has just orchestrated a series of events to where we can reconnect, and I can share with you what I should have shared with you a few months ago. I said, I'm really sorry. I hope your baby's okay. I hope everything's okay. She looked at me, and she just cried, and it turned out 100% yes, that the little one. But the stepson, he was young. He was like 10 or 11 or something. He was young, and he didn't know that he was hurting, you know, like could possibly kill his little stepbrother. Really? He didn't know. Yeah, it, it was almost like he didn't, he wasn't trying. He was, yeah, it's like he wasn't trying to kill him. It's like he was trying, I guess, to get him to be quiet or something, you know, uh, but yeah. Or was he yeah, trying to get really mom and, or was he trying to get mom and dad's attention because there was a bit of sibling rivalry there, especially since... Or like jealousy. Yeah. It, when I connected with her stepson, I didn't get that feeling. No, I, I felt like he's He's trying to get them to go to sleep. Like, let me, you know how adults, you know, will, like, maybe, I don't know, like, give their children cough medicine, <laughs> you know, so their babies will go to sleep at night or something, you know, and, and just have a longer, more peaceful sleep or something. It no, I don't like know that. that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was, I was the kind of dad that would pick them up and walk with them till they fell asleep. I never drugged my kids. I thinking, I never drugged my kids. Because usually when it was bedtime, my kids were so freaking tired, you know, their heads hit the pillow yeah. and they were out because we, I'm a hyper mom. <laughs> no. And so, 
so, yeah, a super hyper mom. And so when my kids were growing up, you know, we had a day of just let's go here, let's go there, let's right. do this, let's do that. And you know, my kids are all grown now. I have grandchildren. And my, my kids being all grown now, they say to me, Mom, we remember you would pick us up from school and you're like, hey, we're going to go out to dinner and then we're going to yep. do a little shopping and we're going to go to a movie. They're like, you always had us going somewhere. I said, I know. <laughs> All the times have changed, right? Yes, they're all grown, and now I have to do all those things. Like, I have to call them up and say, hey, who wants to go to a show with me? And, and they're like, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> what, is the funniest, what is the funniest or most humorous thing that has ever happened to you when doing the a reading for humorous? someone? Yeah. Huh. Oh, my goodness. I have to think about that one. The funniest, most humorous. Um, I don't know offhand the funniest thing that has like really like where it just really makes me laugh yeah for example if you're you know like we talked about the most uh the, the negative reading you know where that yeah. you were afraid to talk to the person because of of the information that you were receiving about her son and so on but what you know what has been the most How about joy yeah. uh, you know those joyous readings yes, yes. yes, yes oh yes. my gosh goodness yes many of those there was a girl who came to Arizona mm-hmm. she was living in another state i think Iowa or something she went through a devastating breakup she was engaged had given up everything moved to Iowa to be with her fiance he decided he didn't want to be engaged to her and be with her anymore she didn't know what she was going to do so she had friends here in Arizona who said come to Arizona you know we'll help you out we'll help you get started and they said you got to go see Jane Elizabeth get a reading with Jane Elizabeth so she can tell you, you know, like what's up and what, what you need to do and blah, blah, blah. Right. So she comes in for reading and then I look at her chart and I'm like, wow. I said, well, before this year is out, you're going to connect with a soulmate. He's a little bit younger than you. He's a water sign. I could, I mean, I literally 100% saw a physical description of him through her chart. Yeah. And I said, so the two of you are going to meet Mary, get pregnant with twin boys, all within less than 12 months. She said, what? <laughs> She looked at me and just went, oh, okay. A couple months go, goes by. Uh-huh. She calls me up and she says, I would like to come in for another reading because I think I met the guy. I said, okay. So she comes in. She tells me his birth date. I'm like, yep, that's him. I said, no, here's the thing. I said, you're not going to feel what I'm feeling right now. I said, you know, so what I'm feeling is this is true love. But your human self and emotions won't feel it. I said, so you're going to have to have blind faith and just go with the flow, you know, with this individual because he is the one. I said, he's the one that spirit says uh, he's going to fall in love with you before you fall in love with him. He was a, he is a Pisces, you know, um, a water sign, just like Spirit said. He's a few years younger than her, chronologically younger than her, exactly the way Spirit said through her chart. So anyway, they went on some dates, you know, did some um, relationship counseling, mm-hmm. got married in Hawaii. A few months later, got pregnant with twin boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly what Spirit said. So I've had many joyous readings. You know, there was a reading where a woman, she was, I think she was, um, on the verge of retirement, she was in her 60s, and she was saying, you know, just, am I going to be alone for the rest of my life? And I'm like, nope, nope, you're not going to be alone. There's a guy coming in, but you already know him, this guy from your past. He's going to come, he's going to pay all your bills, and two of you are going to get married on the beach and live happily ever after. <laughs> and she says, well, Jane Elizabeth, if that really happens, you'll be the second person to know. Well, sure enough, I didn't get a call from her. I got a call from her daughter. All right, her stand by, Jane. We've got to take our, our final break here. Jane Elizabeth is our guest, www.janeelizabeth.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back after this short break. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. 
To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Nation, uh, Jane Elizabeth is our guest, www.janeelizabeth.com. Jane, let's talk about the different houses and what they have to look forward to this coming year. For example, let's talk about Sagittarius. What do you see for Sagittarians yes. in general? For Sagittarius in general, I feel like this is a year of freedom, you know, a fear of, or a year, a 
not fear. This is a year of, you know, because all the fire signs are activated. Yep. The dragon's head, the moon's north node is in the sign of Leo. Saturn's in Sagittarius. Uranus is in Aries. So all the fire signs are activated. And it's a year, you know, for Sagittarius's, along with the other fire signs, actually with everybody. But it's a year of freedom, you know, just letting your spirit, your higher self, your spirit body to be free. You know, from within the human body, it's a, a year of moving on impulse. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you know, like for you, Rob, and I know you're a Taurus, but this fire energy, this fire trine that's activated, it's like if you want to, you know, come to Arizona, you know, and just visit, you know, and it's like, I'm just going to do it. You just have to do it. You got to let your spirit fully express itself through the physical body. You know, the this fire energy for Sagittarius, this says freedom, you know, let your spirit you know, um, 100% freely express itself through the human body. Go here, go there, do some traveling, go alone, you know, because the fire has to do with independence also. But Sagittarius is, they have the planet Saturn moving back and forth through their sign, which may cause them to procrastinate. Oh, I really want to go here, there, do this, that, or the other, but, you know, so that's the whole Saturn thing. So from a spiritual perspective, I feel that the Sagittarius is need to be stronger than the procrastination, and they need to just put on a blindfold and do it. All right, let's <laughs> talk about Capricorn. Yes, Capricorns. Oh, my gosh. You know, Capricorns might have a little bit of a challenging time with this energy of fire because fire rules their soul. Mm -hmm. Okay, not just their spirit, but also their soul. Like everything that their souls have done within this lifetime, um, whether good nor not so good. You know, so all the fire being activated for Capricorns is going to extenuate their old karma. You know, the stuff that they really need to face, clean it up, and make better. Now, the dragon's tail is now sweeping through the income and the money area for Capricorns. And so Capricorns, you know, they may go through some money, you know, monetary material losses, you know, as they are um, coming face-to-face with old karmic debts. And it's going to be pretty intense because all the fire signs are activated. Okay, let's go to Aquarius. Aquarius is now the dragon's tail is sweeping through the sign of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And so with all the fire being activated for Aquarius, it says that their spirit will be awakened through another person. You know, so it could be a teacher, it could be their significant other, it could be a brand new friend, it could be a family member, but it says that the Aquarius is, you know, they have to be quiet, humble themselves, and just allow themselves to align with someone else, listen to someone else, you know, kind of blindly do what the other person is asking them to do. It's absolutely beautiful. You know, it's, a lot of times it's, it, it might be difficult, you know, for Aquariuses and also other signs to just kind of let go and let someone lead the way. However, you know, for our listeners who are familiar with the Six of Swords tarot card, I feel like that is a perfect card to describe the journey from now until November of 2018. And in the Six of Swords tarot card, we've got this boat, and I'm talking about the Rider Waite tarot cards, but we've got this little boat, you know, and it's on kind of, you know, turbulent water. There's a woman and maybe a child on her side in the boat, and there's six swords, and they're all facing downward, and there's a man guiding the boat. So it's like, just relax and trust someone else, you know, to guide you to um, steer the way. So that is the message for Aquarius. All right. Pisces. Pisces, our water sign Pisces. Now, Pisces have a super great year with all this fire activated. And it says, again, let your spirit free. Mm -hmm. But it's through their health area for the Pisces people. Um, Like the dragon's head is now in the area of health and work, Saturn's in their career, Uranus is in the money area. Now, the dragon's tail is sweeping through the area of the soul, so it says things, um, certain thoughts, plans, ideas that the Pisces people have maybe thought about doing in the last year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years. It says those old thoughts, dreams, visions, and ideas are coming back up and out. And it's time for the Pisces people to do something with those old thoughts, dreams, visions, and ideas. They can't just have an idea, you know, and it's stay an idea and they not do anything to materially, you know, physically and materially manifest that idea. So they have to bring those ideas to life because if they don't allow, you know, these energies to be fully expressed on the material plane, then the energy is going to stagnate in their body, causing health issues. All right, Aries. (laughs) Okay, Aries, our other fire sign. 
And again, all the fire signs being activated for Aries, it has to do with love and family. And the dragon's tail is now sleeping through their area of friends and acquaintances. And so, so it's like the higher powers that be, you know, planetary energies are asking Aries people like, hey, spend more time with your children, your family, siblings, you know, with your significant other, true love, maybe even your pets. And, you know, so a lot of Aries people may say, oh, I want to hang out with my friends, but the dragon's tail sleeping through that area. Because, again, universal energies are pulling the Aries people, you know, directing and guiding the Aries people to spend more time with family, right. children, family members. So and, again, so, and again, if they don't, you know, and again, not, you know, disallowing the spirit to fully express itself, then they're going to feel depressed and probably a combination of different emotions and rage <laughs> and just discontent with life, you know, if they don't allow themselves to do what the energies are guiding them to do. So it's about spending time with family and children and love. All right. My, my favorite sign, Taurus. Yeah, that was my favorite sign, too. Okay, so Taurus. Okay, so all the fire is activated. It's in your area of the soul. It has uh-huh. to do with residence, residential changes. You know, it has to do with expanding your home, mm-hmm. you know, either purchasing a new home, you know, so that you can... Do you, by the way, you know, and I hope it's okay that I ask you this question, sure. but do you have your studio or a studio from your home, within your home? We have a studio at home. Yes, we do. You do, because the dragon's head in Leo says a studio at home, and it says it's going to get bigger. It's going to get bigger, you know, and it's going to expand, or there may be a bigger house, you know, a bigger house that you turn into a home, you know, that's going to have even more studio space. Also, you know, for Tauruses, you know, because of the grand fire trying that we are in right now, it says it is also, you know, um, a year where you may be able to teach what you know to others, maybe have a class or a workshop, maybe online, you know, but educating others, you know, yeah. in doing what you do. Yeah, we do have a studio at home, but our, our main studios are in our in our corporate offices. But because I do some other work, uh, I do a lot of voiceovers for TV shows and cartoons. I do them at home. Oh, yum. It's going to get better. Oh, good. Thank you. You know, just more abundant. And, you know, there's going to be more acti- you're You're going to attract more opportunity. Home opportunity. It's beautiful. Oh, my gosh, Rob. It's really beautiful. Well, for I, thank you, I thank you for yes. that. And so are the other Torians. Uh, let me see Gemini. Gemini. Okay, so Fire Trine is in the partnership relationship trinity for our Geminis, but the big message for Geminis is materializing what they think and what they see. The dragon's tail is now sleeping through the area of the mind. The dragon's head is moving through the area of creative communication and expression. When I meditated on the chart for Gemini, oh my gosh, I saw the most amazingly beautiful Mm. vision that Geminis have the power of materializing their thoughts. So if they think it, you're like, they want to build a business, you know, then they have, they are now blessed by the higher powers that be to materialize that business. If, it, if it's a relationship that they want to experience, a certain kind of a relationship, you know, they see it in their mind and then they write down what they want to experience um, and it materializes. However, the trick is to find the words that perfectly match what it is that they want to do. All right. So that's For- their lesson. That's what... It's like writing spells. <laughs> okay, we've got one, two, three signs left, and we're running out of time really fast. So let's just do okay. quickies. Uh, Virgo. Virgo. Okay, it Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. <laughs> I was all ready for cancer there. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. Virgo, did I, did I miss one? <laughs> oh, sorry. For Virgo, it's all about the mother. You know, the mother, the home um, energy. I can go really quick. I say Libra. It's all about friends, new friends, doing new things, having new experiences, Mm -hmm. and being honest. Scorpios, it's all about career and income and money, um, honoring old debt. And then back to the sign of cancer, it is all about um, health, health, you know, making sure that the body is 100% perfect and healthy so that they can um, attract and align with the new job opportunities that are coming in. And Leo's, it's all about them learning who they are, why they're here, you know, whether it's through, you know, traditional education or other forms of education and travel and, again, being free and letting them, themselves get out into the world and learn who they are through experiences. Wow. I can't thank you yes. enough for coming on the show tonight, uh, Jane. Uh, do me a favor. Come back again. Yes, I would love to. All right. And quickly, let our listeners know how they can contact you for more information or to book a, an, a, an appointment with you. 
Yes, they can visit my website, www.janeelizabeth, the traditional spelling, janeelizabeth.com. My email address is janee, J-A-N-E-E, at janeelizabeth.com, and that is the best way to connect with me. Jane Elizabeth, I thank you so much for joining us. Uh, to you, I all the best in life, and I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Exxon. Thank you, and I wish you all the best in life also. Thank you very much, my friend. Exonation, Jane Elizabeth has been our guest this hour, www.janeelizabeth.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget to check out the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. 